when this episode started versus today over the course of the year when this podcast started sorry when... it hasn't taken us a whole year to make this episode that is correct it, it is longer than our initial 10 minutes but not quite that much for sure for sure longer we predicted that or at least i did <laughs> Hello! Welcome to Foss and Crafts. A podcast about free software, free culture, and making things together. With my co-host, Morgan. And my co-host, Chris. Well, it's been a year of making this show, I guess, and, and releasing it. Yeah, episode zero was released on July 15th, 2020, so happy anniversary! Happy Foss and Crafts anniversary. Yeah, we're not doing a full episode today. We're just doing a hopefully brief anniversary episode. So things are never as brief as we think they're going to be. I know. That's why I said hopefully. We'll see. We're going to be doing kind of a year in review. And towards the end of the episode, we're also going to be announcing we just established Foss and Craft Studios LLC. Yeah, so plans for the future and how we're going to expand. Yeah, let's get into it. So what has changed throughout this year? Well, for the first episode, at least, we had a outline. And then the next couple of episodes, that outline kind of morphed into a script. Yeah, and I think we were recording pretty much exactly from that script. And it was kind of exhausting because we would record and re-record every bit as we went through it. There was one point when we... Uh, put in the script to laugh and then we ended up with some really awkward generic laughs yeah so it's become a lot less scripted instead we've shifted a lot more towards laying out an outline and kind of walking through it fairly dynamically which was mm -hmm. kind of the goal from earlier on but i guess it just becomes so easy to kind of pre-write out what you think things are going to do well and also at that point we were recording in front of a computer so it started off with that outline being in front of us on the computer, and then it was easy to make amendments and changes to that outline while we were sitting there that they kind of morphed into a script as we went. Mm -hmm. And then our format changed to the point where now... Now we're, we're mostly writing out a loose outline, yeah, usually on an index card or two, and then just kind of going through that. And we'll include a picture in the show notes of the... Pretty impressive collection of index card outlines that have Just gathered. Piled up in the living room of our house, yeah. So I think we kind of wanted to do a review of some of our favorite episodes throughout the year and kind of the topically, um, the stuff that we've gone through. Is yeah. that right? And to start off with, basically all of our guests have been amazing. Yes, and... We could get into why each one of them was amazing, but that could be a whole episode in itself. So instead, we're and, just... and that way we wouldn't have this short episode that we're hoping to do. <laughs> yeah. And so instead, we're going to link it. We're going to link to each of the episodes we're highlighting and we're just going to link them in the show notes. And so you, for this one, we're just going to, I guess, dump the full guest episode list in case <laughs> all you of wanna, the guests want to focus they've on all that. been great. They have been great. So, so what was, uh, aside from having on this really impressive, I think, variety of guests who have all done a fantastic job performing on the show, what uh, episodes have you, have kind of stood out for you as in terms of their structural content and et cetera? 
Well, probably unsurprisingly, given the whole structure of the show, my favorite episodes have often been the crafty episodes. So the um, episode three, Textile Production and the Nostalgic Past, was probably the closest so far to what I actually do in my own research. So that was a lot of fun to kind of map out, you know, the stages of textile production and the way that those have been used historically um, in kind of performative ways. And then kind of linked to that with the crafty things, the Foss Stitch episode also was, you know, a really great combination of the Foss and crafts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that one was a specific guest one that we're highlighting, but but I guess topically it's related categorically to the crafty ones. Yes. Well, before we get on to my first highlight, I, I wanted to note that when Morgan and I were first talking about this show, we were on a walk and Morgan was like, hmm, you know, if this show really just turns into it mostly being about you and the topics that you're talking about and I'm acting as a foil, I'd be okay with that. But that... I was hoping that that would not happen, and that very much so did not happen. And it I... did not. We've been pretty pretty even in the uh, topics we do, and we've been. I think we've done a pretty good job of incorporating both the Foss and Crafts, even in the episodes that are kind of leaning more towards one side or the other. That's right. Our cat's currently trying to find a way to get onto the camera, which probably would mean rubbing her face against the camera. Which is a thing we ha occasionally have to protect against on this show. So Chris is engaged in some aggressive petting as a form of restraint. That's right. <laughs> she seems to like it. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. So how about you, Chris? Favorite episodes? Well, so the first one that I, I think really, I think stood out as something that I was just really, really excited to listen to a few times actually was the the milky tracker and chiptunes one and that is kind of funny because i was kind of afraid to do it because i you know it was an episode that was put out knowingly from a position of you know i'm kind of an amateur in this area i don't have that much experience and i was nervous about looking kind of foolish but i think that as in terms of kind of the structural overview of the theory it ended up being really interesting um, but it was so annoying to edit like, that was probably the most structured episode we did, and it was so hard because there were all these different bits of audio that needed to be cut up and then inserted in all these different places, and that one took me, I think, like, two straight days. Chris was also pretty convinced that that episode was going to be terrible when they finished editing it and then ended up really enjoying it. I think that was also probably the closest to a crafty Chris episode, too. I, it might be. Uh, I I haven't given that that much thought yet. Anyway, yeah. So that was my first highlight. What about you? Other other highlights? Well, I really enjoyed the uh, crafting the past or trying to episode where we talked about experimental archaeology, experiential craft production, and historical reenactments because that kind of was a summation of kind of the intersection of my research and my hobbies. But it was also kind of reflective as in terms of the limitations of each of these approaches also. Yeah. Um, which I, I think we've tried to, in the things that we've talked about, try to highlight the things that we think are positive and are exciting about things, but also, you know, 
and try to give caveats where applicable without trying to use that to tear things down. But, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So I guess jumping for another one, I'm kind of lumping multiple things together here at once because I'm kind of talking about, I think, structurally what I thought was interesting in doing the show. But when we really started breaking away from the over-preparing stuff is I think when we did the first car episodes because there are a few episodes of Foss and Crafts where we literally just hopped in a car, taped a outline to the steering wheel. On an index card. On an index card. Morgan drove. And in those episodes, Morgan was basically interviewing me. And then we, and then I would respond as we went through. And those were the episode kind of introducing Sprightly as something more public, whereas it had been kind of a project I had been working on independently without having too much public discussion. And then the ethics of agency episode and the computing hygiene and object capabilities episode. And the reason that we did that in the car, at least initially, was because Chris was highly inclined to over-prepare for those. And it was like a just five more minutes kind of situation where if I kept giving Chris five more minutes, the episode would never get recorded. That's true. So since these are things that Chris is legitimately an expert on, we decided it would be easier if we just made a bare bones outline and then got in the car and then Chris couldn't over prepare anymore because they weren't sitting at a computer. And by we, you you mean that you were like, Chris? Yeah, I shoved you into a car. Yeah, I, I'm sick of waiting around. Let's just show this on an index card and do it. With the structure of pushing you in the car so that we could just finally record those stressful episodes, there's a very decent chance that we're going to have to do the same for me. Yeah, when for dissertation. We, when we finally do my dissertation episode. And, I mean, we did the academic journey episode where we talked about my graduate school experience well, we did something similar. We just sat on the couch instead of... Yeah, we, we sat on the couch instead of getting in the car. But the reason that we haven't done the dissertation episode, which we have said many, many times that we were going to do, is just because I have been dealing with a severe amount of academic burnout from finishing my PhD that I haven't really had the emotional energy to look at my dissertation enough to do an episode on it so it will happen it'll happen and that one might end up being a car episode so that i can't overthink it or over prepare it yep but but the the other thing about the car episodes is that that ended up we ended up realizing oh this is good enough of a structure to just kind of outline it and Mm go yeah and it kind of forces you to not hyper focus on the topic because you know you still need to pay attention to the road. Yeah. But even just having things on a couple of small index cards, limiting yourself in that way also means you can't over prepare on the outline either, mm-hmm. right? Because the outline has to be more succinct, as opposed to when initially we typed everything up at my computer in org mode, which is like the most encouraging way to possibly get a very detailed thing possible. Yeah. So we've also had some really fun episodes that we've done. Yes. And I think that for me, the RPG episodes we did. So we started out episode one, you know, episode zero was the intro to the podcast episode, basically. And episode one was a collaborative storytelling with dice episode where we kind of threw out this thesis that you could use tabletop RPGs that are 
more narrative oriented structures as a way to be able to generate free culture content. And so episodes six and seven, we had the demonic zoo stuff and episodes 10 and 12, we had the what goblin saga thing. And I, I mean, I've enjoyed listening to those. I think that we've, we haven't gotten anybody telling us they didn't like it. We have gotten some people. Which pe- might be poli- people being polite. It could be people being polite. We did get some people telling us that they really liked it. But I, I do get the sense that that is kind of a, some people really enjoy this. Some other people, it's, you know, kind of meh. But I actually would like to return to that. Mm-hmm. I have a lot more in terms of the What Goblin Saga that, as in terms of like, stuff i'd like to have us explore so i guess we should see if we should could get frankie and kate back mm-hmm. on the show to do that but well I and also i have a partially written piece of fiction based off of the demonic zoo environment that we had yeah as well kind of the backstory of my character from that that i would like to get back to at some point and then we had some episodes that were noteworthy and important but also a bit difficult to record for multiple reasons. One of those was the episode on governance, leadership, and founder syndrome, which we had other plans for an episode that week and we dropped them (laughs) because we felt that it was important in that moment in time to address this subject. Mm -hmm. And I feel like overall we had... Fairly positive responses for a very difficult subject. Yeah, and I feel like we, hopefully at least, were able to address a very difficult subject in a nuanced way. Yeah, because I think there were a lot of layers of things to talk about there. Yeah, I agree. That was difficult, but also I was pretty happy with what we managed to put out. Another episode along that lines i think was the gender and sexuality personal perspective one that which we put out very recently episode 30 and that one was probably gosh i don't know which one of those was harder to record and edit probably actually the gender and sexuality one well both of those episodes we had to stop while recording and re-record parts because there were kind of minefields in there that were sometimes difficult to avoid and both of them had some very emotional parts that were somewhat difficult to get through recording. Especially the gender and sexuality one, though, Mm because that's literally dealing with you and my personal... Yeah. And, I mean, that one also was a very difficult episode for you to edit. Mm -hmm. It's also kind of... So, I guess I'm going to say something that's also kind of strange for me about the show is... I wouldn't say that I've ever been, like, super excited about my voice, but since more publicly transitioning, like listening to the episode with me coming out as non-binary trans femme and then hearing what to me sounds like a super dude voice type thing on it, right? Like it is. I don't think you've ever had a super dude voice. Yeah, probably not. But, you know, it is something I, you know, like even if I, it feels like there's an audio video disconnect, even if I'm making more of my, I mean, that is something that people can work on and et cetera. Mm -hmm. But it it was also. Well, you're also at the very beginning of transition public training transitioning yes so it's it's weird because we've talked about the transitions of things through the show and that's like a literal transition but Mm -hmm. in a more physical sense of things yeah and that and recording that episode was also difficult because the part where we were talking about how we navigated that parts of that triggered emotional responses for both chris and i where we had to stop recording because 
talking about us navigating a minefield led to us stepping on some mines yeah. while we were recording. It's also just like a lot of stuff like, oh, here's like, you know, layers of trauma. Let's like, let's get into it. But I was happy with the end result. Like when when we listened to it after it was all edited, I was really happy with it. The most important thing isn't just like people liked it. It's that some people responded to us saying, oh, this was really useful for me, for my own personal experiences on both sides of both individual stories that we talked about. That made me feel good about the episode. It was also good to have something to point to for friends and family who didn't really have a context. And a number of friends and family have actually messaged me saying I listened to that episode. I don't know how many friends and family... Well, I know one family member who... Two family members who listen to the podcast regularly. But I don't know how many would normally listen to our podcast, but there are people who at least listen to it because they were interested in that subject and it was... It was an easier way to kind of get things than to explain all of that individually to To dozens of people. Yeah. Yeah. One of the family members that you know does listen to the the podcast is Steve. Yeah. (laughs) Steve joined me on two episodes for the Nerd Out episodes while you were really busy with your dissertation, too. Yeah, because I really, at that point, was just glued to my desk. But those were kind of fun because those are the kinds of conversations Steve and I have been having for years independently and then just kind of captured them as episodes here. I mean, even one of our earliest episodes on the show without Steve was the eight kinds of fun thing, which Mm -hmm. came from the kind of nerd out conversations that Steve and I had had independently was like the origin of that conversation. Anyway, I think we've, we've done enough episode review. What else has kind of happened? Well, we, kind of floated the idea last fall about, hey, maybe we could do, in addition to the podcast, some sort of user group that was online. Because last fall, the fall of 2020, most people were still in some form of lockdown or self-isolation or something like that. And we were like, well, maybe we could do some sort of virtual user group. Well, that was actually the start of the idea of Foss and Crafts even preceded that, right? That's like, true. Had... Well, it started as that as an idea, and then it turned into a podcast, and then we were like, why not both? Yeah. <laughs> so we've had three so far, I think? We've had three so far. Obviously, it did not start last fall because I was crazy busy with writing my dissertation, and Chris was also busy with work, and we just did not have the time to organize separate events in addition to the podcast in addition to you know like everything else meeting our basic daily needs as humans so those sessions have been really interesting and fun like so i think the first two had about 15 each and the last one had about 10 people so there is a person i i guess i'll ask their permission before i link to their individual posts but i want to summarize what they said which i thought was really interesting there's a person who, you know, showed up to the second one and said, and I think they hadn't listened to, they maybe hadn't listened, even listened to our podcast yet. I'm not sure. It was hard to tell. They might have. Um, but they, um, but well, their, their microphone wasn't working. So. Their microphone wasn't working. So we didn't hear from them as much. It was the comments they made afterwards that I thought were really interesting. They made a couple of posts publicly saying, I wasn't sure how this could work together, you know, FOSS things and crafts things and then doing them together. But then I showed up and there were people working on all sorts of crafts things like, you know, people making necklaces, which you did at the last one and I did at the prior one. Right. And people working like doing embroidery, 
um, we ha- <laughs> we even had one of the people from the Foss Stitch episode mm-hmm. doing, you know, cross-stitching. Doing some Foss Stitching. Yeah, yeah, doing some Foss Stitching. And you're very much veering from the toot you're quoting, though. Oh, yeah. Okay, I am veering <laughs> from it. But what, what they basically said was, here's people doing crafting while talking about technology and how how many other places do you see that and it, it really felt like it worked and then he summed up that he learned that the intersection was this kind of do-it-yourself attitude the self-taught slash sharing knowledge with others and the idea of freedom which like was just a great way to sum up our show and, in general, and the hack and crafts. And, and also made some sort of comment, and we might be expanding on how much he said, but I, I these are the things I extrapolated from what he said. The other thing that he made a comment on was, in a certain sense, these properties that we talk about as in terms of user freedom and stuff like that kind of existed in crafting contexts already. Mm-hmm. And in free software, we're exploring, in some ways, we're exploring some of those things that you know, have existed in other communities. And, you know, that that might not always be true. There are things like guilds and other types of things where people do gatekeeping. But it certainly is true that in many points in history, the free sharing of information and collaboration has been the case, right? Well, and you can also look at the difference between craftspeople working in guilds and craftspeople doing domestic production in a similar way that you can look at doing programming in a you know more corporate culture versus doing free and open source yeah there's there's probably a lot more to expand on there and we're we kind of didn't plan for this so we're kind of expanding on the fly this Uh, is how the 10 minute episode we planned is going to turn into way longer bringing it back to hack and craft some other things people were doing were not just textile things. There were mm-hmm. also people, there was a person doing bookbinding. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a few people doing programming, yeah. right? Some people doing kind of more woodworking mm-hmm. type things. There was a person doing 3D modeling and artwork in Blender, mm-hmm. including some, some scripting, actually, yeah. of things in Blender. So it's- And then there have been several people who are working on their free and open source software. Yeah. projects yep. including chris getting a release out for just, goblins just, just this last got sprightly goblins you're pointing out the door i have to make the announcement blog post today but yes yeah. so um hack and crafts has been great and we decided recently to expand foss and crafts especially since it's no longer just a podcast we already had the hack and crafts so we expanded it into a organization so foss and crafts studios llc yeah, which is now officially a company. Mm-hmm. So what's happening within this organization? Mm-hmm. Well, first, we're going to continue to have a podcast and the Hack and Crafts events. Nothing's going to change about that. Before, we kind of didn't really have a schedule. Initially, we were trying to do every week, and then that was not feasible. And then once we started the Hack and Crafts, we kind of decided to, instead of trying to do an episode every week we were going to try and do an episode every other week so we have the hack and crafts on the first and third saturdays of the month and then we're shooting to release podcast episode on the weeks between those Mm -hmm. so also so far on the show the episode has ended with you know um basically a patreon that looks as if it's just me but we are switching the patreon over to being for Foss and Craft Studios, which will still encompass the work that mm-hmm. I've been doing, that the Patreon is current, 
And it, it still incorporates Chris's Foss work. Yeah, including Sprightly and stuff like that. It includes the podcast and kind of the community outreach things that we're hoping to do. So the ending of this episode will change as in terms of the outro, um, as in terms of it'll be, you know, it won't just be the Chris Lemmer Weber Patreon. It'll, it'll be for Foss and Crafts Studios. So I think the first part, aside from changing the donation link at the end of things, is there are various projects we've been interested in exploring and they kind of haven't had a home. So we're going to use this as kind of a place to be able to have a home for experimenting with some of mm-hmm. those things, right? Yeah. And the second thing is... And the second thing is, how do we fund all of this? So we're going to continue to have the Patreon, but we're looking at alternate sources of income for the organization as well. And the main one of those is that basically for now, this is going to be my job. So I am available for contracting under the umbrella of Foss and Crafts LLC. And we have our first client arranged, which we can't announce quite yet what that's going to be, but we will have a whole podcast episode about it later. Well, it's more than just a client situation because we had wanted this person in this project on the show from the very beginning. It's Yeah, it's on that initial index card worth of episode topics that we came up with over a year ago at this point. It was two index cards, but yes. yes. Um, we So we, we wanted this person on, we wanted the project on, and then it turns out there is an opportunity to have collaboration as yeah. in terms of, you know, us doing some contracting for them. So we will have that episode out. We can't say what it is yet. We but can, it's exciting. It's so exciting because we were already excited before any of that was happening. Yeah. So now for the somewhat uh, advertisement part of this, if you're interested in hiring me to contract for your project that is free or open source software or free culture or open access OER, something like that, I am available So I can do things like community management and engagement, project management, conference and event planning, digital humanities workshops, or just kind of general educational materials on the types of topics that we cover. We can also do live shows, can help manage crowdfunding or fundraising campaigns for your projects. And then also kind of the obvious one would be podcast production or editing. Yep. So... Also, Morgan and I generally work as a team. So at the moment, if you're going to be hiring Foss and Craft Studios, you'd be primarily hiring Morgan. But in general, we work as a team. So, you know, if there's some aspects that involve web things or graphic things that are not, you know, in Morgan's wheelhouse, you do web development and you do graphics, but there Mm -hmm. are different things we specialize in. You know, I will probably be able to help, but not as dedicated as a forum as Morgan is currently able to help. Yeah. So, well, I have one more thing that I'd, I'd like to actually cover that wasn't in the outline, but I thought oh. it would be a good way to close up. Okay, adding farther away from our 10 minutes. Yes, that's right. So, I thought it might be interesting also to say when this show started, as in terms of the podcast, that was a year ago. And I think on episode zero, we talked about kind of the state of our lives to some degree, and you were very focused on. My dissertation and finishing my PhD. Which has been a theme throughout a large portion of this show, right? And you did it, right? 
I did. It's done. You know, so that was a life milestone that kind of happened live here. Also, obviously, the publicly coming out thing is also kind of a live milestone. And then the mm-hmm. other thing for me is that when the podcast started, I had been working on Sprightly for a few years, but n- there wasn't even a website. I hadn't been publicly advertising it, etc. And now we're at the point where it's it's a more public project. And that partly happened through the show, right? The first mm-hmm. really big public talk about it was the episode about Sprightly. So I just thought that it was kind of interesting that, you know, we've kind of had those things happen. And, and this show has been kind of a grab bag. Yeah. Well, and not to mention the fact that we've all just been kind of trying to get through the past year because it has been a rough year. With the pandemic and everything? With the pandemic and the state of the world. Yeah. So even with the sheer number of episodes that started with, we are really tired this week. Yeah. Well, I feel like, you know, I had a conversation with a friend recently who has listened to every episode by now, apparently, and uh, gave some very nice feedback. And one of the things they said was that the show has been kind of structured around what you and I find interesting, but we've managed to keep it true to the title of Foss and Crafts and kind of weave this narrative throughout the whole show, despite it having this very large variety of topics and kind of always pulling it back. And I feel really proud of that. I feel like we've done a good job. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Just hope we get to do more of that. Yeah. So here's to At the least. next year. Yeah. The next and the year next and, and the next and whatever. And from that, we should probably end before Missy decides to start rubbing her face all over the microphone again. All right. Well, that, that I think is it. Uh, All right. So thank you, everyone, for sticking with us for the past year. And we honestly, when we started this podcast, didn't know if we were going to have an audience for it. So we've really enjoyed all the feedback we've gotten, all of the kind of growth of the community that we've had and everything like that. It's been a lot of fun. so. So thank you, everybody, for listening to the show and for those of you who have donated to the Patreon and those of you who have participated in the IRC channel and the Hack and Craft events and the couple of live shows we've done, we appreciate all of you. Yep. It's been a lot of fun. All right. Take care, everybody. All right. Thanks. Bye. Foss and Crafts is released under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 International License. It's hosted by Morgan Lemmerweber and Chris Lemmerweber. The intro music is composed by Chris Lemmerweber, meaning myself, in Milky Tracker and is released under the same license as the show. The outro music is Enchanted Tiki 86, composed by Alex Smith of The Cynic Project and is waved into the public domain under CC0 1.0. See cynicmusic.com for more information. You can get in contact with us on the Fediverse, Foss and Crafts at octodon.social on twitter as at foss and crafts or you can email us podcast at foss we also have a chat room join our community in hash foss and crafts at irc.libera.chat if you'd like to support the show you can donate at patreon.com forward slash foss and crafts that's it for this week until next time stay free and stay crafty straight 
<laughs> okay, that was our cat. Of editing. Yes, Messy. We know you like that episode too. So Also, uh, I was the one who wrote it on the index card. I'm like, Chris, sit down. Tell me what you want to say. And I wrote it on an index card. Yes. Okay. Our M- cat. Missy is, Missy is surly. So our. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have no idea how to not have this in the episode. So usually we've managed to keep our cat out of the episode. But this time she has decided to come up here and directly interfere a lot. So and I'm. be somewhat noisy. I'm going to kick her out. There is also, like, an ocean of cat hair. There is an ocean of cat hair. She's been shedding nonstop through this. Oh, my God. So, um... Anyways. Yeah. So, I don't know if we're going to be able to edit that out. So, I guess uh, having a cat, part of being on a podcast, I guess. Also, when we record in our living room, there there is a highway near us. So, sometimes you overhear car noises from this. I guess we could switch to a different room, but... Yeah, but it's comfy to record it on the couch. Yeah, that's true. Less car noises, possibly more cat noises. Yeah. Um, I was gonna throw this this ring of your own fur at you, but I guess that's too late. You f- you felt it a ring of cat hair. That's right. In the process of making this episode. That's right. <laughs> Missy is back. Missy's back. <laughs>